0: You're rocking the the jet green right now, Adam Sandler. Right. Number one, you were Rich Eisen. The second will be, I see Brad Hirschberg. <laughs> Dennis Miller. The and-
1: autumn wind is caused <laughs> by global warming. <laughs>
0: uh, a legend in the booth, Jim Brockmar
2: I do love watching Tebow play. I mm-hmm. gotta say, he just he combines all oh, the fiery leadership of Ray Lewis with the uh, with the throwing ability of Ray Lewis. <laughs> and
3: uh... I don't download. But when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen
4: Podcast. Here's your host,
3: Rich Eisen.
0: Welcome to the special NFL 2012 regular season schedule release podcast here at NFL Network Studios. Rich Eisen, pleased to be with you with every single one of the regular season games in my hot little hand, knowing where every game is. Going to be played and when and on what channel. That's the key. That's the key. That's how NFL Network has been making some serious sausage out of mostly information that we've known for a while. I mean, we we know pretty much from the minute the regular season ends who plays whom. And we also know who plays who where. We just don't know who plays who where when. And we don't know who plays who where when and on what channel. And that is some crucial information that finally, on Tuesday, April 17th, was released by the NFL to the free football world. And all we knew was the the game of London, who was playing who in London. We also knew who was playing who on the opening Wednesday of the season. The rest has been filled in. And I uh, did a television show for three hours On Tuesday, 7 to 10 Eastern Time, exclusively on NFL Network, with uh, most of my NFL Game Day morning compadres, Marshall Falk, Steve Mariucci, Kurt Warner, Michael Irvin. And after the three hour show, just to show you how tight we all are, these guys, after shooting that three hour show and a live first block of NFL Total Access segment afterwards, that's three hours plus of television. They stayed, mostly. Kurt Warner had to catch a flight. Uh, they stayed to, uh, to chat. And I'm going to play you that conversation along with several of the luminaries in the National Football League that were kind enough to go to their respective team camps to talk about their team's respective schedules. So that's all coming up right here and right now. Welcome to a special uh, segment of the Rich Eisen podcast, specifically straight from the set of the 2012 NFL schedule release show. Uh, Kurt Warner tapped out because he's got a flight back to see his, fo- his his family, but Steve Mariucci, Marshall Falk, and Michael Irvin sticking around here after a three hour show. That's why you're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Just after three, three hours, hour we, show. We're okay. your friends
5: for other reasons, though. Rich. Yeah, I so know. No, we problem. go we way did. back.
0: We, we really like you. Is that right?
5: Yes, we do. Are Yo, you my running back? Me. I am your. You're
0: <laughs> my running back. <laughs> Well, we've got a schedule finally. You know, because the thing about the schedule is it's interesting. I mean, we know who plays who, right? We know who plays who nope. where. We just don't know the when and the, and the how. And we finally get that. And the when and the how means so much. I know coaches, Steve, we're going to talk with John Fox uh, later on in, on the audio version of the podcast. But coaches always say... Ah, we just play them when we play them. But you, that's, that's that really... You, you say
4: that publicly, right, but yeah. you're looking at that schedule <laughs> privately. Right. Believe me, because you want to know when you play in Lambeau or in the hot weather or when is my bye or when is my Thursday night game, my short weeks, my long... You want to know when, and you
5: just uh, you give them some false bravado when you're in front of the I, camera. I always wanted to know when that bye was, and I wanted to know like when that chunk of division games is going mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. If it was early... That meant I had to make sure I was ready at the beginning of camp, going into the season. There wasn't no, like, getting in shape. If we were playing 49ers, Seattle, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to make sure at the beginning of the season because you want to win those games and, and have a game up
6: on your division opponents. And one of the things I've always worried about was late in the season. Where are we playing? I didn't want that Philadelphia, that Washington in those giant games. In December. If so, I want to make sure we're locked into the playoffs because I know I have problems catching passes in cold weather and I knew I was going to have a problem. So I was like, man, we got to get everything done. That's what I look at at a schedule now. I look at those late games, when is the weather getting cold, and can you be locked in before it's cold, especially if you have problems playing in cold. Here's
4: another thing the coaches will look at when the schedule comes out. They'll say, all right, who do we play in the first month? Okay. Are we familiar with that team? Is that a divisional team? Mm-hmm. Or is that somebody from the other mm-hmm. conference that we That's never right. see just every four years? We're going to do some summer scouting reports That's right. on, on the teams that we need to, and the coaches are getting busy tomorrow on some of these scouting reports yep. on unfamiliar teams early, and especially the Saints be you're doing a lot And you're sticking in some
6: stuff during the preseason on some of those teams. You know, you're working sure. through the teams. Yeah, a lot they, they of work. do that.
4: And you remember last year
0: the, St- the Steelers and Ravens were due to acquaintances right in week one. This year, they have to wait till week 11. Yeah. Yep. And then the next time they play each other is week 13. Right. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's two, that's two of five division games in the final seven weeks right. for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, the AFC North, for the team that, that is perennially in the mix in the AFC North, they're, but, they're not going to get to those look, games look, until look at it like November this. Rich, look
5: at it like this. I mean, you can gain some ground if you're the team that's behind. You have those five games. You get hot, say like the yeah, Giants yeah, yeah, got right, hot. Yeah. You could gain ground. I mean, that's quick. You know, you, you beat you, some, you beat someone else in the, in the AFC. That's one thing. You beat one of your division teams. I mean, that's a loss for them and a win for you. I mean, you yeah. that that that's yeah. what you want right there. Yeah. So I understand what they did with that. Um, <laughs> those are some physical games I mean two out of, their of their three teams, weeks the health hurts. of their
4: teams will be so imperative because Man. if you have a quarterback that's hurt you're going to lose both games that's because wonderful. they're back yes. you know they're close to each other yep. it, that's why the league yep. would like to spread those division games out better than that but it probably got caught doing it but that's a tough spot where the healthiest team will win those games and it's
6: week 11 you week
4: 11
5: no, now
6: they're 13. already going to be banged up no doubt and then they're going in this game and bang up more people so you know at week 13 whew. That could be for that's where, right That's now. where,
5: you know, you start to look at You say, okay, where is Baltimore's bye? Okay, oh, right there. October right there in the middle. Now, now, perfect.
6: perfect. we perfect. about one, one, I got one. You know, that's like, how old Pittsburgh was getting last year. And, 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 and then right. Baltimore old. Where, where would those teams be later in the season, that, old <laughs> as they are? Trust me, Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin. You know they, they
5: looking at they're looking at the buy. Pittsburgh bye week 4 and that's, that's, the, that's that's the first week of byes you
4: don't that's want early from Pittsburgh you don't a good team they were 12 and 4 mm-hmm. I don't know why they have a bye that early usually good teams have them pretty much in the middle two teams, for a young team to get an early bye not a physical a 2 team. and 14 team a bad team so. right. two
0: teams have um, two road games to start the season the Cowboys and the Redskins the Dallas Cowboys though I, I mean at least the Washington Redskins after they get off of the, the road, they're going to be at home three out of the next four weeks out of those two games. The Dallas Cowboys, the the Michigan Wolverines and Alabama Crimson Tide will have played more games in the Jerry Dome than the Dallas <laughs> wow. Cowboys yeah. in the first half yeah. of September. Wow. And because after that, Dallas has four more road games out of their next seven games. Tough. Six out of nine on the road, on the road. to start. <clears throat> And then you say you don't want, the, you don't want the, the tough teams at the end. They do have the Redskins at the end. They got Week Seventeen. They have the <laughs> Eagles to start off December with the Bengals, a trip to them, and the Steelers and Saints coming to the Jones Mahal.
6: And, and you know what? When, when In you, between. When you look at it. That's you, Dallas. You start saying, wow, six of the first nine on the road. What happens mm-hmm. on the road? We got to be a real team. We got to play well together. We got to have leaders because it's a real hostile environment. That's exactly some of the issues and some of the things, some of the places that Dallas has had trouble. So now we're going to look for the, uh, the, the Dez Bryant. He has to be there late in the game. You've got to start making plays in third or fourth quarter mm-hmm. on the road, 6 and 9 game, because it will be tough. But there's mm-hmm. a flip side to everything.
5: I mean, they got, you know, four of their last six are at home. Yeah, yeah. If and they then, can keep it from being
4: chaotic exactly, by then. How about the Jets and Patriots on Thanksgiving? And you're
5: battle-tested by then.
0: How about the Jets and Patriots on Thanksgiving night? Love that game. Ooh. That's a monster game. That might Love be, that game. That might be the biggest and, and nationally televised game out of any of the networks, and I say yeah. that as somebody here on, on NFL Network that has Chicago at Green Bay to kick off our Thursday oh, night I schedule. can't wait for that But one. in terms of the Thanksgiving night stage, you've already seen Houston and Detroit go at it. You've already seen Washington, Washington Dallas. and Dallas go at it. Only the seventh time ever those two teams ever played on Thanksgiving. Then here come the Patriots and the Jets to finish up their season series. They'll already <laughs> have played once. For the whole country to just sit back what and What a see. day of football.
5: It doesn't get much better than that. It really does. And that second game is always good. That, that, the first one's it, it's good. Pretty There's sure. some drama. But that second one has some drama to it. Always, the Jets
0: Patriots.
6: Yes, it always. There's always some drama because somebody's
0: going for the sweep. Yes, mm-hmm. the division might be at stake. It always. Because of things
6: that. were said in, in the first win after whoever won that first game, mm-hmm. you know, Rex went to the Rex. podium or somebody from <laughs> New England. Something got said that will be fueled for that second game. And the Jets,
0: <laughs> you take a look at the way the Jets start their home for Buffalo, which is a huge game because they have to go to Pittsburgh, and then they've got at Miami Week Three. Who started a game? At
4: Miami last year. Tim
6: Tebow, he cranked it up right there at Miami. And woof, went through that thing.
4: And here it goes. And you say he's going to end up starting. Did Did you
6: say that earlier? I did say that. I'm going to say this. Coming off that Pittsburgh game for the Jets. A lot of banged up people in that game. And then now we go to Tim Tebow. Because you got to bring Tim Tebow in. On the you got to run the ball against the Steelers. They're going to put Tim Tebow in to master Steelers. And he can... Thing, did Tebow yeah. beat the Steelers in the playoffs last year? Ghost, oh, hey, hey, hey. you <laughs> said that, not me. Way to bring uh, that thing yeah, around. I'm
0: Sanchez, that's right. The, Steel, the Steelers start right. in Denver, where they lost they to end the season, and then Tim, beats. then they, then they see Tim Tebow the next game. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to get that whole 2011. And Tebow. I know, but
5: that's back
6: to those immediately. <laughs> right,
5: <laughs> all of them. I want to see. Cause I, I, I saw it last year, although they got into the playoffs and lost, and Mike Tomlin did a heck of a job. I want to see if the Super Bowl hangover hits the Patriots. Even with the easiest schedule, how do, what are these guys thinking? Because this is a young group, but this is a young team. I mean, that, that, that defense, you know, yeah, they weren't that good last year. But if you how take
0: do, a look at that schedule, there's I, not I know, many teams that are going to have you. to go shooting matches. I, I hear
5: you, and that's fu- I hear you. But losing the Super Bowl. You know, it it, mm-hmm. it 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 still does something to you psychologically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
4: then that's interesting because the other team in the Super Bowl, the Giants, have the toughest schedule
5: right. in the yeah.
4: league. And that you know, one has the easiest, one has the
5: toughest. And I just and want to see how they answer. I want to see how the Patriots come out and answer. They go to they go to Tennessee, a team that's going to run. They will that, listen. run it. Chris Johnson was CJD you know problem. yes right, he right. Didn't have a contract, all that stuff. All, that yeah. He's got to start fast. This, this year. is
0: going to be oh. a different year. Yeah. For that team. team. That's
6: a tough opener. He's going to be trying to prove to people he's still who he says he is.
0: What about the team that almost made the Super Bowl in San Francisco, starting three of their first four in the road, including at Green Bay to kick off the season?
6: I'm I'm,
5: I'm, I'm worried about San Francisco Mm, only because of. Listen, this kid, Alex Smith, has the best year that he's had. I mean, maybe one other year with North Turner there. Mm hmm. And you, you, he has to go to Miami, shopping around in Seattle. Mm. I mean, I understand you want to improve the position, but treat the kid better. I mean, is he just supposed to just
6: keep taking this? Yeah. <laughs> and now, just keep taking this? And now let me tell you what worries me about that, Marshall, because now after being treated that way, he says, I thought I was proving myself. Obviously, I got to prove myself some more. They don't necessarily believe in wholeheartedly believe in me. So what happens now? A Randy Moss. With uh, with the Tom Brady who understands that offense totally and Randy Moss throws the hand up, I can get that ball over there. You're doing this with Alex Smith now, who's really trying to still grasp all that's going on on offense, and he's still got to feed that beast that's holding his hand up. You can have a problem if that thing doesn't go off right with Randy Moss and Alex Smith. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried about it, too, but that defense will hold yeah, up. I'm see them.
5: I'm, I'm worried about the defensive mindset. Like, how are they looking at this guy that the team really didn't covet after getting him where he got them?
0: Well, they were – they were two special teams gaps away from making the Super Bowl Exactly, pretty much last year. And, and we are going to see them in week seven on Thursday night on NFL Network. Uh, then the, the, so many great games that the Niners are going to be playing. The week before that, they got the Giants at home for the NFC Championship rematch. And then there's the Sunday of Thanksgiving where they renew acquaintances with the New Orleans Saints. And you know all mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about that whole week mm-hmm. is the Greg Williams tape mm-hmm. and the Follow things day. that he said about the 49ers. and then the the Saints are going to look at them because that's the team that ended their season last year. Mm -hmm. That game, I've got that game circled. I know we didn't talk about that uh, a little bit earlier, but November 25th, Niners at the New Orleans Saints... Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of bad blood,
4: bad, and Rich it's, a, and it's, at the, and it's in the game. dome too. And I, what boy, me. thats after a start. The, the 49ers, boy, they need to have a good training camp and off season and start fast. The month of September is tough. You go to the Green Bay Packers on mm-hmm. opening day; they're tailgating in Lambeau right now. And then you have the Detroit Lions—that's the handshake bowl. I mean, that, they're gonna come into town, and then you know that's gonna be a heck of a physical game too. And then they go a couple on the road, boy. It's gonna. The Niners have got to get started Man. fast. But, but I want to ask my player... Boy, my, player, my, my Listen,
0: Hall of Fame players, I mean, if you're a Niner going in that game in mean, New Orleans... I'm,
5: I'm, I'm okay with it because if 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 the game that I watched, the Niners were doing the hitting. And that's it sounds like Drake Williams was talking to the Niners. And that's what I didn't, I'm see, I didn't right see no there. same player so, putting a hat on somebody. That, that I, I not, I'm with you on that one. I did that, not, right. I did not see you. that. See, that speech must have went to the 49ers because uh, Pierre Thomas... I, He needed a Caesar salad,
6: a bus ticket, (laughs) two buckets of fries, and a lunch check. Every day. Ah. They come every place. I know they don't, and I'm not putting it out there. But they play like they got a bounty on everybody, every down. I'm just telling you right the now. So the yes. Niners play like they got a bounty yes. on your head every down. So this uh, is uh, I you don't know, know if
4: they're hitting work. heads. I don't think they're yeah. hitting heads. Yeah. Well, okay. They're right. Right. I'm not right.
6: putting they like it. Are they play you hard like that. Yeah. They, they, safety, they scare you like
5: that. What, but, Matt, what, what, the, I, the, I need to know the name of the Saints. What's his name? Goldston. How many times he got fined last year? They told him just keep playing. Now, the a, the, the film teams film that film. went the deepest
4: in the playoffs got penalized the least for personal fouls like that. Yeah. The best teams, the good physical teams, were penalized the least for right. personal and, and fouls. You know,
6: and they are a physical team, team because coach, I don't want to. Very physical team. I mean, and, physical, physical. And we can guys go. Guys got knocked. We could, very physical. We team. could
0: go on and on because again, there's so many different stories in each in each team. Uh, you know, with the Carolina Panthers, we're going to see Cam Newton in week two of our of week three or week two of our Thursday night. But I do want to talk quickly about the New Orleans Saints to wrap this conversation up because of their first coach. six games that they're going to be with an interim to the interim head coach. Um, Redskins at the Panthers, home for the Chiefs at the Packers home for the Chargers by week at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then when Joe Vitt shows up, his first game just happens to be at Denver on a Sunday night <laughs> and then home for Philadelphia on a Monday night and then the first of two games against the Atlanta Falcons. We've got the second one on NFL Network later on in the last Thursday of November. <clears throat> How do you see the Saints with the schedule, the way it's all mapped out and the way that their, their head coach, their leader, Sean Payton, is uh, not going to be there at all and Vitt's not going to be there for uh, six I, games? I know
5: I'm not supposed to say this. But unless they incarcerate Sean Payton, lock him up, not give him oh, phone hey. privileges, not let him watch film, not let him like, draw up Pin little stuff when, we, when he's down. watching, there's no way that it's gonna go from this person to that person to that person to the person that needs to get it to find out what's going on. I mean, this is just hard. I, there's no way to keep him away from what he does. <laughs> uh, is he not gonna watch TV? I mean, I, I, I'm not saying he's going to break rules, but right. how do you Actually, stop that? did. No, sure. I'm, no, I'm saying how do you stop that? Right. How do you stop Sean from having a conversation right. with just a stranger about what should be happening? Like he's just going to stroll yeah. up
0: to somebody uh, on the line for a beignet and just say, hey, if you just happen to know somebody who might happen to know somebody who might know, <laughs> say, Drew Brees, <laughs> uh, I would go to the X receiver X number of times. I mean, like, is that basically <laughs> –
5: what, no, I, I'm saying. just saying you can't stop uh, Sean from doing his job. It, is it might not be it is with the team. Sounds like a stop. guy. Gonna, sounds, like, sounds like a guy was around when Martz was
0: sidelined, and Joe. I, it, Vick was exactly. In he, sounds like a guy was around. I, I, I was like, this man. happened
6: to me. You know? Never before <laughs> in the history of the game have we seen this, and and it's not just any head coach. It is Sean Payton, and let me tell you, we watch this and we enjoy the relationship between Sean Payton and Drew Brees that carries the relationship between Drew Brees and that team. Drew Brees comes up with the chance, and he you you see what I'm saying? That team is a real team together. Without the head, man, it's going to affect this team in a a, a huge way. I can't wait to see how it plays out. I really can't wait to see how it plays out. The
4: thing they're going to miss most is game day because Sean is very creative in his game planning. There's no doubt about that. Yes, okay. But on game day, he's the play caller. He's the Mike Martz for you guys. And you take that away, it's it's difficult. It changes. Even last year when he was – up in the box, and, and, you know, drew through for 256 yards and 280 yards a couple games, his lowest output, because well, he, he, he the, do the do play calling and, in and, against and the well, that's sort yeah. of the rest of the world against the Colts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. so they're going to miss him on game day, and that's, right. that's the biggest penalty. Well, uh,
0: and if there's, if there's anyone who thinks that the league was ducking this issue with the schedule, um, week five, they're, sure they're, they're at San Diego on, on NBC, and then Joe Vitt's first game back is on you mean Duncan like
5: didn't want to put them on? Correct, on oh, national no. TV. Oh, no.
0: Four primetime games, right? Uh-uh. Right. And, then, and Joe Vitt's first game is on national TV. Joe Vitt's second game is on Money. ESPN. Money. They're right. on the <laughs> NFL Network for a pretty big game as well. I mean, Rich, this is going to be talked about up and down, left
5: and right. wants this on display to teach. <laughs> not just on, not just on the NFL level, but at, on every same. level, like right. every level. Every level. This yep. should not be done. NFL.com is right.
0: a place to get all That's of your it. schedule information. We got to run. We got to run. I want to thank the crew for sticking around late uh, after the three a song, hour Rich. show. Thanks thank you. You. to we everyone here. And I miss in, the podcast. Both... This is fun. You this need to have us on more often, Rich. Rich. Anytime, anytime. You're you're too busy hanging in the beach, and you're too busy growing I'm your beard. I'm growing your beard. Growing your beard. Urban's talking to his radio his radio crew in Miami. Uh, Thanks for joining me, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. That was great with the guys on the set. Again, that was after three hours of live television of the NFL schedule release show exclusively on NFL Network that included many chats between uh, me and me and my colleagues with uh, some luminaries from the National Football League excited to see their schedule in their hands for the first time also. And some of the best of those conversations, let's get to them right now. John Fox as he joins us right now on Broncos cam. That's one of the first times you've actually gotten to take that schedule in on mass, correct? Cause you're, you you've got a draft coming up next
1: week. Yeah, we just, uh, obviously saw the schedule about uh, 20 minutes ago and, uh, uh we're able to look at it just for a little bit rich and then uh, we're, we're still in the middle of uh, grading defensive backs.
0: So I'm, I'm sure it's no surprise to you that you're under the lights the first two weeks for the entire country to feast their eyes on what Peyton Manning looks like an orange home for the Steelers then at the Atlanta Falcons on Monday night. What are your thoughts as the coach when you see those two games to start?
1: Well I think uh you know anytime you stare at a first place schedule it's going to be a tough schedule and uh you know, there's no cupcakes in this league, regardless of uh, you know who ranks them, and because uh, it was all based on last year, and every year's a new year.
0: What do you make of a week seven buy? I'm sure that's something you take a look at and you peek at when you get your buy. What about week seven? How does that uh, how does that hit you?
1: Well, that's pretty good. I think I've always preferred to uh, have as close to midseason for the bye as possible. And week seven uh, is, you know, a, a pretty good uh, turnout for us as far as uh, that timing goes.
0: What's Peyton Manning looking like right now? Let's get right down to brass tacks. Now that you're, you've got a, an off-season workout program that's up and running finally in the middle of April later than what I'm sure you're used to. You got Peyton in your mitts now. What do you what do you see?
1: Well, I think the coaches, uh, you know, have been able to start meeting with them this week, uh, starting Monday. And, you know, of course, we're not allowed on the field to watch them or anything. But uh, from all reports, uh, he's doing well. And, uh, you know, he's uh, learning a new offense and, of course, implementing some of the things they did in Indianapolis.
0: Right. And when you when you take a look at the Steelers, obviously, they they have a bad taste in their mouth from when they last visited your <laughs> stadium. Coach, do, does that factor at all? I mean, I know you, you take it one at a time and you and you and, and, and a team is obviously always going to be uh, difficult to face. But does, does this factor in your thinking when you're going to talk to your troops when the Steelers come in to pay a visit on week one?
1: Well, I think, uh, you know, it's always, you know, things factor in, but, you know, they're going to be a completely different team. So will we. It's a different season. There's so much that goes on between now and then as far as preparation. So, you know, as much as uh, they might be able to use that in some ways, uh, uh, you know, they're still going to have a lot of new players on that football team, just like we do.
0: Well, and then you take a look at December. Is it, Do you take a look at any month in particular, or maybe December, because... <laughs> Obviously, there's lots of games before you get there, but the way you finish and the, and, the, and the climates and things of that nature, is that a way that you look at a schedule?
1: Yeah, a lot of times you look at, you know, my, you know what, what might happen weather-wise, but, you know, even that's hard to predict. You know, every year, uh, I remember one time we had a December game in Buffalo and it was 60, so uh, sometimes you can't predict that, uh, just like you can't predict uh, how tough the schedule is because it's a whole new season.
0: All right, Coach, we're going to see you December 6th, if not before, but we'll definitely see you December 6th against the Oakland Raiders on Thursday night. We look forward to it. Well, so will I, Rich. Take care. You got it. That's John Fox, the head coach of the Denver Broncos, joining us here uh, on the program right now. Joining us live on the phone is none other than Steve Smith, their beast of a wide receiver. Happy schedule day to you, Steve Smith.
3: <laughs> I appreciate it.
0: So uh, we're, we're looking forward to seeing you. Against the New York Giants, the world champs, week number three. Your thoughts on that marquee matchup for the entire country to soak in?
3: Well, you know, uh, obviously playing defending Super Bowl champs. And then it's been a long time coming since on, uh, you know, national TV. So I got to get, uh, you know, I'm going to have to wear something, something new, you know, got to get my dress, my good dress out. Uh, for for that, so that's that's a special key game. Uh, not dresses and dress like a woman, no, but you know, no. fit, fit
0: uh, it's, it's okay, Steve. <laughs> you, you, you can wear that mogwai shirt you wore on <laughs> Panthers no. Cam on NFL Total Access uh, last week, and and then we take a look at your schedule. The Giants are are your only non-division opponent in the first month of the season as well. You're gonna get you're gonna get your feet wet within the division right away, Steve.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that, that first quarter uh, is pretty intense, um, you know, with, with Tampa Bay and the Saints and then Atlanta. So, you know, we get a full dose of it uh, whether you want it or not. And I think it's going to be action-packed, you know, with the Bucks having a new coach. Um, they got their things going on, so they got to prove a lot of things. They got new key matchup players. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's going to be pretty interesting pretty quick um, and if you're a rookie or a second-year or third-year vet, no matter where you are, um, it's going to require you to play well and play quickly and establish uh, who is the better half uh, of the NFC uh, South.
2: Steve, Kurt Warner here. Great catching up with you last week. i just like to know from a player's perspective, when you see the schedule for the first time, what are the things that you're looking for?
3: Uh, you know, I, you, you look for national televised games. Uh, you look for... Um, home or away, your opponent. Um, you know, I've been playing, this is going on in my 12th year, but I've never really had the opportunity um, to ever play against the San, the San Diego Chargers. I've never played um, in the stadium uh, via suspension or just injury, um, and I've never played against them uh, because of injury. So that would be good for me, and it will be a big game uh, for me, being an a L.A. guy, to go back home. Huh? Um you know, so things like that. Do you play at home? Uh, the big teams, do you play at home or do you go visit them? Uh, is it a night game? Is it a day game?
0: And lastly, you've got a Monday night game in Philadelphia. What do you think it's going to mean for Cam to be on what we expect is the same stage as Michael Vick for the whole country to see?
3: Knowing Cam, uh, knowing his personality, his mentality, um, I think it, it doesn't really matter with the opponent. Uh, that we're playing on Monday night. You know um, when it's Monday night, you're the only show in town. You have to play. You have to raise up. It isn't uh same old football game. It's a little extra. It is, And the way the schedule is, it's a little bit deeper than the schedule. So I think it's a prelude of, of hopefully us playing well and then moving forward uh, helping us get the playoff atmosphere and, and see what that's like and seeing how we got to turn it up uh, not a notch or two, but several notches.
0: Well, we're going to see that playoff atmosphere probably when we come in week three, where we're the only game in town with the Giants in your house, Steve. We look forward to seeing you then.
3: Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for having
0: me. You bet. That is Steve Smith, the longest tenured Panther, joining us on the phone still right I play here. Too, oh boy, it's still- Michael Fabiano, mm-hmm. who is never too early to talk about fantasy football. Never, ever. But now that we actually see the schedule release and the, mm-hmm. and the manner in which the, da- the uh, Denver Broncos are going to play the games in succession, starting with the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday night number one, mm-hmm. what do you foresee Peyton Manning's fantasy value being as we currently well, sit here in April?
7: Based on the schedule, he's got the 14th easiest at the quarterback position based on 2011 fantasy points a lot of quarterbacks. So Peyton's, he's Peyton, Rich. Listen, he's not an elite quarterback. He's not top five. I say he's top eight right now on the same tier with Michael Vick and Phillip Rivers and Tony Romo. He's going to have some great weapons in Denver. The schedule, middle of the road. Not favorable, not unfavorable.
0: But we know you don't pick a quarterback till the fourth round, anyway, Michael. That's what you. That's 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 the last time. Things I heard.
7: have it changed, my friend. They have. They have it changed, yes, sir. And I, I think Peyton Manning is still probably going to go off the board fourth or fifth round. But you're going to see the elite quarterbacks now, like Aaron Rodgers, Drew mm-hmm. Brees, go round one, no questions
0: asked. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we all know, fantasy football builds to a crescendo. Weeks 14, 15, and sixteen <laughs> mm-hmm. are the playoff. Weeks uh, ordinarily in fantasy football uh, leagues across the country. Now that we actually can see what weeks 14, 15, and 16 look like, how do you see the playoff format going for some of these players?
7: Well, let's start right off the bat with Drew Brees. Uh, Great set of matchups in those three weeks, playing at the Giants, against the Buccaneers, and at the Cowboys, three teams that were terrible last year against the pass and gave up a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks. So don't worry about Sean Payton not being there based on the schedule in the fantasy playoffs. Breeze is still going to be a great play. Cam Newton. Now, this is going to go out the window, Rich, if he ends up on the cover of the Madden game because I want nothing to do with him (laughs) if that happens. But he's got the Falcons, the Chargers, and the Raiders in the fantasy playoffs. Three very favorable opponents. And Steven Jackson at the running back position, unless, of course, the Rams go out and draft Trent Richardson, right. but right now this is a great schedule for Steven Jackson against the Bills, who should be better defensively, but they were terrible against the run last year, the Vikings, and the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers were one of the easiest defenses to score fantasy points on at quarterback, running back, and wide receiver.
0: And again, there so many different variables can can occur for right. somebody like Jerry McFadden or Andre Johnson, mm-hmm. certainly based on who gets drafted and what team's Can improve defensively uh, certainly next week for the NFL draft. But uh, NFL.com, are you you writing about this sort of stuff? You're getting all we we are going to have so much
7: schedule release information, Rich. Mm -hmm. It's going to be unbelievable. Myself and Adam Rank go to NFL.com/slash fantasy.
0: There you go. The NFL.com/slash fantasy to see how now that we actually can see the games where they're going to be played and when. Obviously, is the whole thing. That's uh, what uh, this man's all about. Thank you for joining us, Michael Fabiano. Firing up Bears Cam for their new beast of a wide receiver. Always good to see a longtime friend of the program back on NFL Network. Good
8: to see you, Brandon Marshall. How are you, Brandon? I'm great. Hey, I'm glad you' back on the show too. What do you mean? I'm on NFL. I'm on NFL Network.
6: What are you talking about? Only time
8: I can catch you is on podcast. But it's all right, Joe. It, it, it's all. It's, it's all. I'm just branding. It's all I'm trying to do. You, you, know, you know. You know. You know. Hey. You know what it's all hey, about, right there. You're doing. You're doing a good job, man. <laughs> Thank we love you. it.
0: Thank you, Brandon Marshall, and same to you. Um, when you see that schedule, what's the first thing that leaps out at you?
8: Thursday night football, baby. Of
0: course. That, well, it's interesting that you say that cuz you had a great Thursday night game in Cleveland years ago back in 2008 with Jay Cutler also at yeah. the Controls back in Denver and now you guys are back together. So what yeah. what is this like as you see this old footage of that Thursday night game where you guys lighting it up and now that you are back together again, Brandon?
8: Man, I got goosebumps. I mean, we threw a little bit today and yesterday and uh, just to see where he's at and see where I'm at now, and it's just it's just an awesome feeling, man. I couldn't be in a better position, uh, couldn't be in a better place. Even the guys in our room, you know, everyone is selfless, and uh, I think we got a good great thing going already. Yeah, and, and Cutler had 447 yards passing that night, 87,
0: 89 yards receiving for you with a touchdown. Uh, and and that Thursday night, you're in Lambeau Field. I mean, you're going to yeah. get a quick baptism as to what it's like to be a Chicago Bear in this division. What what are you expecting? Even though we're so f- so far away, but what are you
8: expecting that Thursday night in September? I'm expecting a Thursday night football game. You know, it's those games are always great. You know, uh, you know, you guys seem to pair them up pretty good, and you know. Uh, <laughs> What, what better way to start the season? You know, I'm, I'm really excited that we don't have to wait till what November to get Thursday night football. So, I'm I'm excited uh, about the rivalry. I'm excited about uh, the opponent, and I think it's going to be a great game. And you've got a game at
0: Dallas, another fascinating game at San Francisco. I mean, you've got some considerable competition that you're going to yeah. be on the road. How do you how do you see your team? Even though you've again only been uh at at the uh the off-season workout program for a couple of days how do you see this team stacking up based on what you've seen already brandon
8: well you i already feel the difference and you can hear the difference in the building uh you know other places i've been you know when we break it down at the end of a, a run or a pass session it's hard work or uh makers, but uh when jay broke it down today we broke it down on champs and that's the standard around here and uh we know we have to go through Green Bay and, you know, uh, other teams. But we're excited, man, just to, to have that feeling of you can accomplish, you know, your goals that every other team have. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real feeling, and it, and it feels good.
0: Well, Brandon, uh, if this was the podcast, we'd be talking for another 15 minutes. But I've got to say goodbye yeah. to you right now. We've got, we got other stuff to talk about on the schedule. Okay. So I appreciate the time. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me. You bet. That is Brandon Marshall, the folks in Chicago, very excited to have a receiver of his caliber getting set for the 2012 regular season schedule that we saw revealed tonight. Joining us on Bears Camp. Calling the games on the network, hardest working man in the sports show business himself, Mike Mayock. He's worked so hard, didn't even have time to shave for this broadcast. (laughs) Good to see you, Michael. (laughs) I can't wait to hang with
9: you all next week in New York City as well. Thank you, Rich. And you know what? I get fired up just seeing the schedule, but I get even more fired up. I mean, what, what, what are Mooch and Warner talking about with Washington winning three games? Are I know, you kidding that, me? I, that, that, that are one, you kidding me?
0: That one surprised me, too. I think the Shanahans would be on more than just the griddle if they go and win three games. I, I think that they, they might be a, uh, a playoff team, even though I'm, uh, we're, we're not, they're, they're one of the six teams that's not on Thursday Night Football this
9: year. Rich, they won five games last year with Rex Grossman. You know they, they go out and they get RG3. They trade away everything to get this kid. They give him a couple veteran-wide receivers in Garcon and Josh Morgan. This is a pretty good football team. And, and Mooch and Punta Cana Warner are saying three wins. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it.
0: There's Mike Mayo again, getting ready, <laughs> oh, all fired up. We'll see him all next week for the draft week. And, again, we're, we're looking forward to seeing you and hearing you in the booth this fall on Thursday Night Football. As I mentioned, uh, six teams play on Thanksgiving. The other 26 teams play on NFL Network. That first game, Bears at Packers, Lambeau Field. How great is that one going to be, Michael?
9: You know what's really cool, Rich, is the first thing that hit me when I saw our schedule on this show was that nine of the 13 games are divisional matchups, and it starts with Chicago at Green Bay. And let's face it, the first goal of every team in the league, and you can ask Mooch, the first goal is win your division. So divisional rivalry games take on an extra edge to them. Chicago at Green Bay has already got my bones tingling. I, I can't wait for that. You know, even games that people might not say are that good, like, say, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Are you kidding me? I, I love that game. Cleveland at Baltimore. I love that game. The AFC North, Rich, has four defenses that are ranked one, three, five, and 9 in points allowed. They knock the snot out of each other. I love those teams. So you look at that schedule, Rich, and you just get excited. Yeah, and then you take a look
0: at the way that the the league put the schedule together. The only team on Thursday night that travels more than one time zone is Kansas City going to the West Coast. Everyone else is either staying in the same time zone or only traveling one time zone away. There's no team on the road that will have been on the road the week before as well. The the games should be, uh, in that respect, just
9: in that alone, a little bit more competitive. Well, I love the fact that I think Howard Katz has an impossible job. Yes. Because all 32 teams have their own pet peeves. I think Howard and his guys do a great job. That illustrates how difficult it is yet, how well they accomplished it. And one other thing about Kansas City is I'm sitting here getting ready for the draft and kind of looking at all the depth charts and trying to figure out who's going to do what, where, and when. Kansas City's got a sneakily good roster. And if they get upgraded play at the quarterback position, watch out for the Chiefs this year.
0: And the Chiefs, we're going to see them again in San Diego, one of our 13 Thursday night games with Mike Mayock in the booth. And, Mike, we will see you in Radio City Music Hall next week for the draft week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. You bet. That's Mike Mayock. Okay, Sam now Marshall. we can talk about Tebow. I mean,
5: think about it. <laughs> nah, you, you,
0: you, you mentioned in terms of the playoff teams that they face in the first month of the season, they're at the Steelers, at home for the 49ers. They play the Houston Texans at home on Monday night. The Texans, as we know, got to the second round of the playoffs with T.J. Yates at the controls right there. The Patriots, they play twice, including on mm-hmm. Thursday night Thanksgiving night on NBC's Patriots at the Jets. All right, roll roll the topic bar. I think our our uh, production staff was feeling particularly cheeky. (laughs) Really, take a look at the schedule. Week will Tim Tebow start? Actually, actually, (laughs) one of our producers is a Steelers fan in Spoon. I think he feels that maybe it could be an 0-2 start uh, right there. But again, you take a look at the schedule. Let's say, let's just say again that the Jets lose to all of the playoff teams they see in the first five weeks. They're two and three, and you got the Colts at home, a team that, as you know, was first on the clock with a rookie quarterback. Is that a scenario right there, especially with the Patriots coming up next, where Rex might pull the trigger if you're two and three, Marshall Falk?
5: I say no. I, and I don't believe that there's going to be a scenario unless Mark Sanchez gets hurt that Tim Tebow does start. I believe that the money that they gave to Sanchez says that he's going to be our starter. I believe the words that you hear coming out of Tim Tebow's mouth is that he's willing to do whatever they want him to do. That's all I play the Brad Smith role in their offense, which they missed last year. I believe that Rex Ryan figured out playing against Tim Tebow, this guy's hard to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only do we not know what he's doing, they don't know what he's going to do either. So let's, let's get him on our team. Well, and I think that theory... Sounds great. It yes, sounds sir. great. Oh, we'll just
2: bring him in and we'll play him yes, that 15 sir. or 20 plays. But could we make this any harder on Mark Sanchez <laughs> right now? So much pressure on this kid after they two AFC, million, after two no, AFC they, championship
0: they, they, games. They, they gave him only two more years and, and just three million more. It really isn't. No wonder. If you look in between the numbers, it's funny sorry. money. I'm sorry, Kurt. Sorry. But to your point, and I'd love to ask you this as well, I'm making it harder on Sanchez, how does it work? When do you bring Tebow right. in? I mean, if Sanchez gets on a roll, do you bring him right. in at all? Or is he part of your first 15 scripted come, heck or high water? Mm-hmm. And if he comes in and he busts up Sanchez's yeah. mo-, mo, then suddenly why did you bring Tim right. Tim Tebow in? If Tim Tebow comes in and does well and Sanchez comes back in and throws a pick, why would you take Tim
2: yeah. Tebow oh. out? Isn't that the way? Well, and that's how-, how I see it. When you already say you're going to play on 15 or 20 plays a game, that he goes in and he's playing – in an offense that's completely different than what every team's preparing for. They're preparing for Mark Sanchez and what they're going to do, 40 snaps. So he's going he comes to in for 15, so he has a little bit of success. And yep. then Mark doesn't have success. It's a perfect scenario to say, well, he's having success for 15 plays. Let's play him for 20. But is this what right. happened with Brad Smith? I mean, Sooner is, or later, it'll be this, 55 plays. And I think they
4: like that formula I mean, with Brad Smith. This is what they had with Brad now, Smith. Now, now, Mark was younger then, and well, he did get this team to the AFC Championship game. Twice, all, all right. right, as a young quarterback. So now you add a new Brad Smith, Tim Tebow, who I really like, is going to have a package, and they're going to put it in in OTAs. Yes, he will play backup quarterback <laughs> and learn the offense, but he's going to have a Tebow package, and they're going to run the zone read a little bit, and yes. they're going to run the quarterback power, and they're going to do some of those things. Maybe it's in short yards and goal line, and yeah. whenever, day one. they right. are going to He will show up in the first, f- first 15, like you mentioned. I I, not, I'm not, not going to bench Mark Sanchez because well, they're the, going to have co-quarterbacks you played a little and bit. I don't, of that. I don't yeah. think it's yeah, everybody yeah. has
6: a plan. Like Mike, everybody has a plan until they get hit. And that's exactly what can happen here in New York. You can have a plan. Brad Smith, all of that stuff is a whole different thing. Because when Tebow makes a play and everybody starts hollering, Tebow, Tebow, they never holler, Brad Smith, Brad Smith. That's going to affect <laughs> Mark Sanchez. And I don't care what you, you You mess around and lose that Buffalo Bills opener, and then Pittsburgh knocks you around, he will be starred by the Miami. Miami Dolphins game, it's incidentally, the same game he started last year before he went on the run, that Miami Dolphins game. That's the third game of the season. Sanchez, put your pedal to the metal. Get going. Man. And,
2: Michael, I played in a situation, Rich, where <laughs> yeah. I was that guy that came in. And I came in and we played a no huddle and we had success. And I don't know how much pressure Matt Leiner felt every time I went in when we had success. It's going to be the same thing yep. with Mark Sanchez. Yep. If he struggles early, Tebow man, comes in and alive. does well, he's going to feel that pressure.
0: Man alive. Okay, that was uh that's it. That's your that's the uh the schedule release program. Uh I want to uh alert you that a podcast from this week has already been released. Speaking of things that are been put out there. Jay Moore. I had a chat with Jay Moore on the Rich Eisen podcast, the funny comedian who's got his own podcast. He had a lot of thoughts on his beloved Jets along with the rest of the NFL regular season and all the off-season doings. Please go to uh that uh podcast if you already have it subscribing on itunes please and coming up tomorrow listen for my podcast chat with the lovely and talented comedian and uh co-star of the talk on cbs aisha tyler getting much needed estrogen on this podcast that's coming up Uh, on the next edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast. As always, you can get everything you need to know on this show and more at my blog page, richeisen.nfl.com, where you can also find an opportunity for you to appear on this podcast in the Step in Rich's Shoes promotion. The person who gets the most new subscribers to this podcast gets to appear on this podcast and gets my 40-yard dash shoes autographed When does When
7: does that contest close?
0: Chris Brockman at Crows' in May. Mid-May. Mid-May. Got it. Lots of time. Chris Law, thanks for your hard work this week as well. Absolutely. So it's a three-podcast week, everybody. Busy week. Sure is. Sure is. Do you want to give an international shout-out?
9: Know, you know what?
0: <laughs> no, we've just already, do it twice we've, this know, week. We've already you can't done, do an international we'll, shout-out of the week. No.
1: He'll, we'll let him do one with Aisha Tyler. How That's, about that? Okay. He'll get a second one with okay. Aisha.
0: Let's do that. Let's skip right. it for this Because you already did the You, you, oh, you either, can, don't, eh, don't, don't say it. you got to listen to... Oh, you already just said the letters. The U.K. I can just cut it out. Well, the
7: U.K., I mean, they don't – If you said the, you said England. There's a difference, right?
0: No, he did say England. I said U.K. But at any rate, yes, you, you, we'll do another one with um, – We'll do another one with Aisha. With Aisha. Right. Brockman, thank you. Law, thank you. You're welcome, Again, Aisha. please, thanks for listening to this uh, podcast. And again, be sure to catch our next episode with Aisha Tyler by subscribing on iTunes. That's Rich Eisen signing off.
3: Stay listening, friends.